0: If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're now listening to Boomsies with Dan O'Toole on the Bet Rivers Network.
1: On this week's edition of Boomsies, I'm discussing two things and two things that you may or may not disagree with, but you will definitely have an opinion on because I might have might have done something really bad at McDonald's. Or I could have done something really good. It's all based on how you feel about the situation. That's coming up right now on Boomsies. Boomsies. Nada more. And welcome to Canada Celsius. It's a uh, energy drink that's uh, like sparkling water. Whenever I went to the States, I'm always like, "Oh, this is a tasty beverage, finally available in Canada." They just needed to get the old uh, Health Canada stamp on here but supplemented Health Canada. So um, if you, you want a tasty drink, uh not so shabby. Not cheap either. Hi, I'm Dan O'Toole. This is a big edition of uh, Boomsies. We now have the Super Bowl figured out. And Saturday Night Live this past Saturday and they're cold open. Summed up a sentiment that I could not put my finger on perfectly. It was not a funny cold open. It was a fake Jim Nance and a fake Tony Romo. And Tony Romo was depressed. Because he was talking about how this past weekend in the NFL was their last real weekend of football. And Jim Nance is like, whoa, Tony, we've we've got the Super Bowl coming up. And Tony's like, but no, that's not real football. That's commercials and halftime shows and explaining the game of football to people that don't watch. It's it's not real football. This is the last weekend of real football. And I'm like, you know what? SNL tit, hit the nail on the... I say tit? <laughs> SNL tit the nail on the head. So, I uh, hope you enjoyed it. I was one for two in my picks. Got the Lions wrong, thought. Oh, man, I was texting my Detroit Lion uh, good friend, Ryan Field. Uh, he worked with us at Fox. You know, was a sports anchor in New York. I'm like, what a start. This is great. And then uh, and then I had to text him at the end of the game. Sorry, bud, I was rooting my ass off for your Lions. He's like, it's, it's okay. Thanks for the love, Dano. And uh, I also had uh, the Chiefs. I was correct on that pick. Uh, Okay, so we're going to dive into a bunch of things. First off, Taylor Swift. We talk a lot about it. But it hit home for me this past weekend. I'm watching the Ravens and Chiefs. And it's in the middle of the afternoon on a Sunday. Kids are antsy. We hadn't seen the sun in forever. The sun still wasn't out. But my little three-year-old, she's like, you can, like, we're doing crafts. Okay, that only keeps her attention for a little bit. And then while she's not watching a show, I'm like, I flip it over to the football game. And in one moment, when I flipped over, Travis Kelsey caught a pass great it was one of those ones where he dove and was like one of the greatest catches of his career and i'm like that's that's taylor swift's boyfriend and she's like what and in that instant she was transfixed and then they went to a shot of taylor swift so for about a 10 15 minute window she was engrossed with this football game all because of taylor swift And a relationship with Travis Kelsey. So while this is happening, and I'm seeing it happen in real time, I'm thinking of the people who despise Taylor Swift and say she's ruining football. So would they tell a three-year-old at that moment, Fuck her! This is a fucking sham relationship! Fuck her! And I'm like, how... How is this? What they showed her for forty-four seconds during a three-hour football game. Yet that is someone that is ruining someone's enjoyment of the game. They showed them cooking barbecue for a twenty-eight seconds. Does that does that ruin your enjoyment of a football game? Forty-four seconds of someone being shown during a football game ruins your enjoyment of that game. And we're su- we're supposed to despise this this human America's sweetheart? How that side, or how that group of people, have turned on someone who is like the modern day Dolly Parton, Well, Dolly Parton still Dolly Parton's still alive, but she is everything that Dolly did before her gives massive bonuses to the people. Like she gave a million dollar bonus to all of her truck drivers on her tour. She leaves massive donations to food banks in every city that she goes to. It's almost impossible to find anyone who has a bad thing to say about Taylor Swift. And then they have their on-field moment where it's two people just in the start of a relationship and they're in love. But we're supposed to hate that. We're supposed to believe it's scripted. It's all drawn up. This is made for TV by the NFL. You'd think this was all pre planned. That <laughs> we have a Super Bowl matchup that was destined to happen because of Taylor Swift. I, I don't get how you can have that much anger in your heart. How that would affect your, your enjoyment of a the game. They could show a political leader for 44 seconds. Either side, the left or the right. During that game for the same amount as Taylor Swift. Does not affect my enjoyment of the game. I'm just like, hey, like, look, look who's there. Ah, that guy's there. I didn't know that. Does not affect... It does not take away from any of the action. They didn't miss any plays. They just showed someone. A bunch of times for a total of 44 seconds. And this triggered people. I don't get it. I actually love it. So I live that moment with my my daughter. And how many other moms and fathers got to do that too where their their kids like wow maybe i maybe i like to watch this maybe i can have a a new thing to do with dad where hey is taylor swift's boyfriend playing this weekend let's watch that you don't think that's happened across the country across the world where it's a new bonding experience and then you'll have another side saying it's your fucking TV. You watch what you want. No. You do what's good about being a dad and you do what's good for the family. Okay, you guys don't want to watch this? No problem. Let's, uh, okay, well you want to go outside? Let's go do that. I'll pause the game, come back to it whenever. You should have a man cave. And uh, No, I don't want to isolate myself from my family. I'm sorry. I have a family cave, and that's called the living room. That's where I bring in uh, Z Money and producer Tim. Am I... Am I correct in my... Fi- or I shouldn't say am I correct. Your guy's stance on the Taylor Swift is... Is the one side justified saying they show her too much, or... Are you guys like me, and you don't give a shit, starting with producer Tim?
2: I like you do not give a shit like thank you just it's no different than showing on Fox shows all the celebrities that are at the game on from Fox shows. yes, no that's no different. Who gives a shit like you'd be negligent if you didn't acknowledge that
1: she was there. She's the biggest star in the world, yeah. But so, Tim, whenever I say this to friends who are kind of like on that side where they're like, yeah, yeah, I don't care either, but it's just too much. What do you say to them? Because I'm like stumped. I'm like, but it's not.
2: I say, get over it. Like, what do you like? Why? What What do you? How does that affect your, your viewing pleasure? I don't understand.
0: Correct. Z money. I'm right there with both of you. It doesn't affect the game or the viewing at all. Just uh, just watch the game, stock and plan.
1: And are you guys kind of like romantics at heart and you saw the, the NFL film stuff where they're on the field and they're like sharing a moment and you're like, oh man, this is great. And make, it gives me goosebumps. And I'm a grown man and I'm like, who doesn't like to see love blossoming, Tim?
2: I, I mean, look, I would say you may find this hard to believe, but I don't personally know Travis or Taylor. So their relationship doesn't affect my emotional state. But wait, Tim,
1: no, Travis Kelsey was on our show at Fox when he was doing a dating show. So we have been there since the beginning when he was trying to find love. So we do have a connection to this love story.
2: Yeah. That's a tenuous connection at best. Uh, Either way it doesn't like it's no different than when guys have their kids come up to them after a game and they're celebrating. Like what's the difference? I don't, you know, whatever.
1: I'm going to stay on that point for one second because I think I've discussed this before. I, I almost guarantee that Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift have gone back to watch that dating show and like joke around about it, which means Taylor Swift has seen Jay and I, because we are in the opening credits Of that show. Look at that. We're in the Taylor Swift orbit. Z money. You believe in true love and seeing it blossom and how it it's just good. There's no bad about it. I
0: am. I am not a romantic. And, uh, when the game is usually when I change the channel. So I don't usually stick around for those kind of celebration moments. I, uh, Onto the well next. I see
1: it on I see it on like uh social media the day after.
0: Yeah, I mean Where
1: everyone's reading, like, oh, they're like, I, lo- I love you so much, you don't believe and I'm like, oh man, this is like fairy tale stuff. Teach their own. <laughs> hey, I've seen you with your dog. I've seen true love. True story. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now some conservatives have suggested without evidence that all the hype surrounding Taylor Swift in the NFL. Is to drum up support for the Democratic Party. I'm not even. I'm not even going into that. I'm, I will talk about Taylor Swift's financial impact on the NFL. It's generating an equivalent brand value of thirty three three hundred and thirty one million for the Chiefs. So that comes from print. The still, the hell's it still in print. Digital, radio, TV highlights, and social media mentioning Swift for going to uh, the games. Then figuring out the equivalent dollar value for each instance based on reach and impact. So yeah, Chiefs merchandise. Like I've seen shirts like, I'm rooting for Taylor's boyfriend's team or something. Love it. Get Get me a bunch of those. Send them right here. No shame in wearing those. I absolutely adore that couple. Uh, the Super Bowl matchup—it's uh, missing one key part, and that is the Detroit Lions. I can't—I can't believe it. A football off the face mask of a falling player is what spun that game around. The Lions had it won, and will forever. We're going to go into the weeds here. Uh, into this game because the Lions twice went four on fourth down. They failed both times. And one of the times they could have kicked a field goal and tied the game. First time you go for it, no problem. That's what you got you there. The second time, you get the points when you need them. And this is why I don't have an NFL team. Because if I'm a Lions fan, I am thinking about not going for the field goal the entire offseason. I'm thinking about it for the rest of my life, probably daily. And that would drive me insane. I'm not even a Lions fan. And I'm thinking about it five to ten times a day since it happened. Thinking about should they have kicked a field goal when they needed 10 points in the closing minutes, kick the field goal instead of going for the touchdown. So you've got the three points you need, and then you go back with much more time on the clock and then try to get the ball back and go for a touchdown. Those, all those scenarios Lions fans are having to deal with. I wanted great things to happen for Detroit. I wanted an M&M versus Taylor Swift Super Bowl. Not going to happen. Say we got the Niners and Chiefs. Um, The Niners are going in as the favorites. Chiefs' ninth team in the past 20 seasons to pull off upsets in the divisional round and conference championship. According to ESPN... Six of the previous eight went on to win the Super Bowl. Chiefs are 12-8 and against the spread. I don't need to go into the weeds on that. Patty Mahomes is the MVP award uh, favorite, followed by Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy's got some uh, clout on social media that I didn't know about. My daughters were asking, like, which one's Brock Purdy? I didn't ask why they inquired, but they asked several times. Travis Kelsey and Brock Purdy were the only players they asked about. So he's got that going for him. Uh, Vegas is going to be a madhouse. It's great to see that the Media Hotel and where we did our Top interview, the Luxor, uh, is now a big giant Dorito. Carrot Top can perform for the assembled media every single night. I hope he does Radio Row and gets the uh, recognition that he deserves. Did you
2: see where the uh, teams are staying?
1: Uh, The teams are staying off the Strip. They don't want them on the Strip.
2: Yeah, 25 Um, miles away from the Strip.
1: Where they should be. You don't want them in the madhouse because... You can't walk to your room at a hotel on the Strip without going through the casino and going through thousands of people. And this is like just being a regular human. So imagine them trying to just get to their rooms at their hotel on the Strip. They'll have the whole hotel, Tim. They won't have to worry about that. They'll have spa services. Yeah, they made the right call there. Um, Super Bowl goes not this coming weekend, but the following. I will be watching it at uh, my good friend Brian and Amanda Bickles, like I do every single year. The highlight every year is when us all—all all us olds—well, I'm the oldest person there—all of us older people sing along to the halftime act. It was uh, great last year with Rihanna. The year before, oh man, it got the house a-hopping. With Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre and 50 Cent. Interested to see the impact Usher has. On the, on the group this year. Many will wonder. Is Usher going to have Taylor Swift come up on stage? Because she's got a concert in Japan the night before, but they've done the mass. She can get back there in time. Does Usher reach out and say, hey? But I think Taylor is the type of person where she's like, no, this is your show, Usher. You got this. And there's no chance Usher does that show alone. There's going to be um, other celebrities showing up, but we haven't got a glimpse of or a hint of who's going to be up there with him. Still don't, still baffled by the usher. I think he has a new song out. Maybe he brings Justin Timberlake up there, who was just on Saturday Night Live. I don't know. I, I think time has passed Justin Timberlake and his music by. I tried to watch his musical performance, and the songs just aren't hitting the same. JT's still a funny guy. But uh, JT era, I think, might be over. I don't wish that upon anyone. That's just me speculating. Uh, Before we get to uh, Boomsies, Newsies, and our emails regarding the greatest Canadian TV characters of all time, I have to talk about something, probably the most controversial thing I've ever discussed. On this podcast. And it happened at McDonald's. On Sunday. Let me set up. uh, Let me set up the scene for you. Picked up. uh, My 13 year old. And uh, a gaggle of her friends. From a hockey rink. We're driving home. They like. They say. We're hungry. I said okay. we want to go to McDonald's. I'm like, how about a please? Please. I'm like, okay. We pull in. Before we enter the drive-thru, I always say, have your order ready. It stresses me out when I'm sitting at the drive-thru and orders are coming haphazardly my way. And I'm like, guys, gives me great anxiety. So they don't do that. So we had them all ready. We pull up. One Happy Meal, please. Chicken nuggets. Four large fries. And one iced tea. That's all we had. No one behind me. So I pull up to the, uh, the payment window. Here's my form of payment, always at the ready. And I pull up to the window in which they give me the food. Park just ahead of me is a car waiting for their food, which always happens. I look behind me. Okay, someone else has just placed their order, so we've got one car behind me. I get up to the food window. They say, here's your drink. Now, if you just want to pull up there, uh, we'll have your food out to you in a second. So I'm going through my order in my head. Most basic order. You could not get an easier order. Four large fry. One Happy Meal and one drink. So she asked me to pull up and I said to her, you know what? I'm going to wait right here. In that moment, the car full of 13 year olds, if they could have hit an eject button, they all would have hit it simultaneously. There was an audible gasp that I would that I would question the McDonald's authorities. But again, I was nice, I was not rude to this uh this worker who's just doing their job. But I said, "You know, every time we pull up, the food takes forever and it's freezing by the time we get it." And the person says to me she's like "Hey, okay. I look behind me. Okay, we've got a buildup of two cars. We have all of two cars waiting. Car that's already pulled up. Waiting for their food. Still there. Within two minutes, I have my bag of food. I'm gone. The food is piping hot. Guess who's still there? The car that had pulled up to wait for their food. Had I had a uh, another combo... Had I had like two combos, or if I had a burger or something, or a McChicken, yes, I'm pulling up, no questions asked. But I had the most basic order on earth: fries, and a happy meal, and one drink. So I now open up the uh, the floor to producer Tim and Z Money. Was I wrong? in making a stand and sticking it to the man and not leaving that window? Or was I okay in what I did, Z-Money?
0: I mean, I think you were okay with what you did. Um, my issue is after seeing the movie Waiting with Ryan Reynolds all those years ago, I always just sort of do with do whatever uh, people serving my food ask me to do. Um, I don't want anything extra in my food. So uh, I probably would have pulled up, but good on you. You got that food quicker. Tim.
2: Uh, I would have pulled up, but you are correct in that this system of McDonald's, like making you go to like these designated parking spots and stuff just doesn't work well. You're right. It, the food is usually takes a really long time to get to you. Uh, the last time I had to do it, there was already somebody parked in that spot. So now you've just thrown the system into chaos because I had to then park in a different spot and then someone came in and they were supposed to be in the spot where I was supposed to be and it just threw everything off. And the girl came out with the food, just very confused. (laughs)
1: Last time I had to pull up, they had to come out three different times.
2: I was was there for
1: 20 minutes.
2: It's brutal, too, if they get your order wrong or they forget, like, the straw or something. Because now, like, what are they going to do? Walk all the way back in to get your straw and come all the way back out?
1: No. And again, if if there was 20 cars behind me, I'm not doing that. There was two. My ultimate goal in life is not to hold anyone up in airport security, in the checkout line at a grocery store, in the lineup at McDonald's, in traffic, on the highway. My goal is never to hold up anyone for a second. But in that instance, I'm like, I got to do it. And the reason I did it is because my brother, Vince, his wife, my sister-in-law, they told me over Christmas that she did it too. And I'm the only reason I did it is because of her and it like lit the light bulb or flicked on the light bulb in my brain I'm like wait that's allowed and she said Yeah. what are they gonna do and not saying like hey if that worker just like I this is a drive-through the whole point is getting your food out this window to me so I hope I don't start a countrywide <laughs> Revolt and fuck up every McDonald's drive-through, or maybe it's just a wake-up call. Hey, McDonald's, Starbucks ain't doing that. Tim Hortons ain't doing that. They aren't doing you telling you to pull up. It's good to get that off my chest. So, uh, send us an email. Yeah, let's talk at gmail dot com. Your thoughts on the drive-throughs drive through situation uh, last week we talked about the greatest canadian tv characters of all time uh we were inundated with um with emails and direct messages i'm going to start with one from our uh our good buddy leroy and leroy who have appeared on the podcast um Love the greatest Canadian TV character, convo on the pod. Thank goodness Z-Money remembered Corner Gas. However, one huge omission on everyone's list takes top spot on mine. I had to do a top 10. We aren't going to... Although Mr. D's included in his top 10 at 7, Jonathan Torrance, all his characters at 6, we're going to do his top 5 here. He's got Mr. Dress Up at 5. Dan Levy from Schitt's (laughs) Queek... Dan Levy from Shit's Creek. Are you okay today? Hey, Tim. (laughs) I'm just really amped up because of all my controversial hot takes. Uh, Number three, Bob and Doug. Number two, Trailer Park Boys as an ensemble. And number one, Red Green. I have nothing, I have no notes. For his top five, um, we have another one here. Uh, greatest Canadian TV characters from Matthew. Uh, he said, Hope this email finds you well. Um, my all time great Canadian TV characters, no particular order. Mr. D, so Jerry D, Martin and Chris Kratt, the Kratt brothers, out of left field. But two things didn't know they were Canadian. And my older daughters, I used to watch the Wild Kratts all the time. Let me go wild, wild. Let me go wild, wild, wild. Great show. Loved it. Did not know they were Canadian. Anything Jonathan Torrance portrayed? Appa from Kim's Convenience. Don't know that character. And Mr. Dress Up. So we've had... Red Green thrown in here and we have the crack Brothers out of left field. Fantastic. There are no wrong answers in your greatest TV character list of all time. Yeah, there
2: are. I'm going to I'm going to jump in here because I had an issue even last week I didn't say anything but like all these people picking like, "Oh, the entire cast of Trailer Park Boys." That is such a cop-out answer. You can't say an entire cast. It's Top characters. I agree, Tim. Top characters. I agree. Don't be a coward. Make choose one.
1: How about Bob and Doug as one pick? No, I'm gonna I'm gonna take Bob.
2: <laughs>
1: oh, God. Of course you would, Tim. Um, one more list on uh TV characters here. Uh sorry, I I hopped back into the wrong email. Uh no particular order. <laughs> Oh Tim, you're gonna hate this list. Jonathan Torrens and his all collective roles. Red Green Cast, Corner Gas, Cast, Trailer Park Boys, Cast, and Mr. Dress Up. Coward. (laughs) That's our good friend Ricky. Ricky should lose your number, Tim. I agree with Tim. It's, he got, yeah, that is a cop-out. Uh, so J-Rock from the Trailer Park Boys cast, I would select in that crew. Um, And... We had more to get to to revisit them in Boomsies Newsies. Who's tackling that this week for the Canadian TV characters?
2: I'll jump in. And we have a couple of uh, voicemails that we should probably get what? to. What? We have a couple voicemails on the subject.
1: Oh my goodness! Right, I thought we- Chalk Talk was uh, was filling up our inbox, but uh, the Canadian TV characters filling it up more.
3: Hey, buds, there he is now. That fucking guy here, Daniel. Boom, broom is looking filthy. Keep it up, bud. Here's my top five Canadian TV characters. Number five, Pokeroo. Dude never said a word. I like that. Number four, Fred Penner, Still sing those songs to this day. Number three, Red Green. Fucking love that guy. Two, Mr. Dress Up. Artist extraordinaire. Number one, Super Dave Osborne. Makes me laugh every single time. Dude's a fucking legend. By the way, I love watching WWE Friday Night Fest. That's some good entertainment. Keep up the work, good work, buds. Rubber side down.
1: Another list in which I have no notes. No cop outs there. They didn't take any group ensemble. Pokaroo because they never spoke. Fred Penner. Red Green. Mr. Dress Up. And who was the last one? Super Dave. Super Dave. Yes.
2: That well, That's a controversial pick, too.
1: That is because Super Dave is not Canadian, but it debuted on Bizarre, which was a Canadian TV show. Didn't it air in
2: the States, too, though? I think it was shot in Canada. but
1: I don't know if Bizarre made it to the States. So, yeah, that is controversial, but its origins were in Canada. Comes from a good place. Okay. Do we have another voicemail concerning the greatest TV characters?
0: Yep.
3: Hey, Dan, Tim, Z. It's uh, Georgie Boy, Joe Warcher calling. Uh, congrats on the hundy. Glad you got syndicated. Uh, anywho, here's my top five Canadian TV characters, starting with number five. We got the Can-Fran connection, so Canada and France. They created Inspector Gadget. Uh, number four, I'm hitting it with Z-Money with the reboot cast. Kind of on a theme of uh, kids' shows here. Number three, can't forget our uh, boy Theodore Tugboat. Uh, Number two, this is a bit of a wild card, but I'm going to go with Superman. And number one, from the Trevor Park Boys, I'm going to say out of it all, Ricky. Just because I think everybody knows that Ricky isn't here or there. That's my uh, top five Canadian TV characters. Have
1: a good one. Bye. Superman has Canadian origins?
0: I believe he was created by a Canadian. It was one of those Heritage Moment commercials back in the day.
2: Yeah, he was Canadian. He was living in the States.
1: Some more controversy. I have no problem with Inspector Gadget. Uh, The reboot cast under Tim's guidelines. That does not count. Theodore Tugboat. Don't know who that is. And Ricky, no problems with him being number one on anyone's list. Keep your comments and suggestions coming. Not to yourself. Keep them coming. Uh, yeah, Let's Talk. That's why Let's Talk at gmail.com. Our phone number is 289-809-9690. 289-809-9690. Yes, Tim.
2: Here's a, here's another controversial pick that just occurred to me. What about like Hammy Hamster? Like Tales of the River or Once Upon a Hamster, whatever it was called. Remember that show? Because yep. it was originally a Canadian show.
1: I was transfixed by that show. Real life hamsters put into human situations on boats and such. How did they teach them to talk? I don't know. I was baffled, Tim. Um, a lot of people had suggestions. Jeff from today's special. um, Asher suggested we substitute Bob and Doug with the whole SCTV crew under Tim's guidelines. That doesn't work. Ty had a few suggestions, The Littlest Hobo, uh, Rick Mercer, and Jay and Dan. Uh, Chris couldn't believe Dan left Relic. Super Dave were The Littlest Hobo on his, left off his list. Alan said, where's Sharon, Lois, and Bram? According to Tim, can only, he'd have to have a, a list in which they were all included individually, I'm a big Lois guy. (laughs) I knew you would be, Tim. Sorry, Sharon, Lois, or Bram. Pick one. It's a a fun debate to have with friends and family. Inspector Gadget. Used to love watching that show, too. Dr. Claw. Is it Dr. Evil or Dr. Claw? was the henchman, you never saw his face, you only saw his hand. Dr. Claw. Dr. Claw. And the voice they had for him. How about, if we want to go back into cartoons, My Pet Monster. Also a Canadian show, I believe. And if you've ever seen My Pet Monster, you know the song. My Pet Monster. He's a monster of a friend. Catchy. My pet monster is adorable. The other monsters that try to get him back to the monster world, terrifying. All in all, a good show.
2: Here's another one for the olds. How about uh, the Wolfman from House, Hilarious House of Frightenstein? Don't know that, Tim. Wow, really? Yeah, that was a staple in, uh, in my childhood.
1: So is Charlie Chaplin, Tim. (laughs) Hey, uh, before we go, Toronto Blue Jays with a massive signing. So we've uh, spent all year. Okay, they're going to get Shohei. They're going to get Soto. They're going to, they're going to, we got Justin Turner. The Toronto Blue Jays signed 39 year old Justin Turner. Five years ago, I'm like, yeah, guy. Side note, Jay Onright's favorite player is Justin Turner. So Onright's extremely thrilled. Turner played for the Red Sox last year. I did not know that. Hit 276, 23 home runs, 96 RBI. Those are good numbers. He brings uh, some flair to the Jays. Still don't know why we we had that. It's a one-year deal which is I'm fine with any one-year deal. One season, 10, 15 years ago, the Jays signed like eight pitchers to one-year deals thinking, okay, if we catch lightning in a bottle with any of these guys, it's going to be brilliant. It didn't happen, but I'm like, you got nothing to lose on one-year deals. Don't know why they signed Justin Turner, not Joey Votto. The offseason for the Blue Jays has been... A lot of nothing. I am uh, just hopeful that they have the renovations done in time. I know someone who has got a big part of the Rogers Center renovations. And the penalties for if the rentals aren't done on time, which they need to be because they need to be ready for the first game. He's like, yeah, let's just say you don't want to be late. With those reno's, can't wait for the unveiling of the new look Rogers Center, which we will not be invited to, as we were told by the Blue Jays, we are not welcome. Not sure why, but uh, it's uh, something that doesn't that doesn't hurt me to my soul. Uh, the team that I grew up loving, adoring. Doesn't want us in their building, but hey, I won't take it personally. Anything else we missed, gents, before we get the hell out of here? We're going to have our Super Bowl special next week. We'll get into all the, uh, the prop bets. Um, we'll dive into Usher's catalog of songs. Because off the top of my head, I, I can't think of any. Oh, there's the Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. 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 I know that one. Yeah, maybe Ludacris will show up. Oh, Luda's the best. Luda, who had a clap back for Cat Williams. <laughs> ah, Cat Williams called him out uh, how he was supposed to have the role. In Fast and Furious, but Luda got it. Cat Williams. Hey, he put it all out there. I'm a big Cat Williams fan. He's a funny comedian. Go back and look at uh, some of his stand-up. He uh, he makes me chuckle. Uh, in the meantime, hug someone. Be nice to people. Doesn't cost you anything. And like and subscribe, because that helps us stay alive and stay on the fringes of relevancy. See you later.
0: Welcome to Boomsies with Dan O'Toozie. Live from Orno in the heart of Ontario. Oh,
2: baby, Boomsies.
0: Thanks for listening to Boomsies.